Welcome to Ahead of the Curve, the Scoliosis Experience Podcast, where my aim is to empower individuals with scoliosis and movement professionals alike by providing free, up-to-date information on scoliosis management and treatment. My goal is to improve the quality of life for those with scoliosis and equip movement professionals with the knowledge and skills needed to effectively support them. Welcome to episode 63 of Ahead of the Curve. Today, I'm talking about building better scolio habits. It is almost Thanksgiving, which means it is almost Christmas, which means it is almost the new year. And a lot of people think about building habits when better habits when the new year rolls around. But you know, this is kind of your chance to get a head start on that. You don't have to wait until actually the new year comes. You can start to build some better habits right now. I think that this is probably going to be a pretty short and sweet episode. Um, so yeah, I am giving you three tips to help you build better scolio habits. And a lot of these were inspired from James Clear's book, Atomic Habits. This was a very popular book. It still is a popular book. His newsletter is actually one of my favorite newsletters to get. He sends them out every Thursday and it's just a few really great tidbits, uh, pieces of wisdom, some inspiration, some kind of nudges to push yourself or reframe some of your thought processes. Um, But the actual book, Atomic Habits, it's really digestible. You can apply the things that you learn uh, right away as you're reading. You don't have to wait until you hit like a certain time in your life or a certain moment to start to make changes. And that's what I'm hoping you'll also gain from this episode. My first tip for creating better scolio habits is building more awareness surrounding your scoliosis throughout the day. I know it is nearly impossible for you to forget that you have scoliosis. So that's not what I mean. Like I know that you're reminded that you have scoliosis all day long when you sit on a firm back chair and it digs like the back of the chair digs into your prominence or your bra strap slips off of your shoulder. That's lower. Actually, this might be lower shoulder um, for like the hundredth time. <laughs> or if you're in your Pilates class and you're not able to connect to your core because you forgot your wedges. That's not the kind of awareness I'm talking about. The awareness I mean is how awareness of how you're holding yourself throughout the day. What is the shape you're taking? There's a few different ways that you can build this awareness. And one way is to set a bunch of alarms. So setting like 10 alarms to go off at different intervals throughout the day, maybe on an hourly basis, especially if you have a desk job or a job where you're getting in the zone and you're getting lost in your work and not really noticing what's happening within your body. So when the alarm goes off, you are reminded that you should be checking in on what is the position you're holding your 
body in? Are you sitting in a balanced position on top of both hips evenly? Or are you leaning and have you been leaning into uh, the armrest that is the same side as your primary curve for the past hour and you haven't realized it? So it's kind of like a little bit of like a zing wake up, wake up call to check and see what it is that you're doing in your body. Another way to build the awareness is to place some stickers all throughout your house or places you frequent. If you have an office job and they're okay with it, you know, maybe you could put the stickers in a discreet place that only you would see. And those stickers help to remind you of how to check your positioning. My myofunctional therapist, also known as the tongue therapist, also known as Ashley Palin, she she suggested this for me as a way to remind myself to be checking my tongue position throughout the day. So same idea. This is how you begin to build awareness of what is going on in your body. It's really hard to remind yourself of that on your own without kind of an outside prompt like that. I think it can be really helpful to just have those little triggers that you're like, oh, yeah, what am I doing? (laughs) So maybe stick one on your cup of coffee, one on your water bottle or the refrigerator, or even on your TV. So that when you see them, you can try and check and see how it is that you're sitting, how it is that you're standing, how it is that you're lounging. My next tip is to begin with small amounts of scolio exercises more frequently throughout the day. Last week I did two discovery calls and they were almost right in a row of each other of people who previously did a type of scoliosis specific exercise therapy. They went and they did like an intensive for like a week and they saw a reduction in their curve with the intensive, which is super awesome. Um, and a lot of the intensive involved external forces on their body. It wasn't them moving their body actively. So that's part of it. But the other part is when they got home, the requirement for them to maintain the results that they got during the intensive required a two hour time commitment on a daily basis of them doing their exercises uh, for their curve so that they're just maintaining the results that they got during that intensive. And I was just blown away. I'm like, two hours. Two hours is crazy. I, I'm i a pretty disciplined person with movement exercises in my, my scolio rehab, my myofunctional rehab. But if somebody told me I had to do two hours a day of it, that would be a struggle. I don't think that I would be able to commit to something like that. I mean, and I don't even have kids. I have a very flexible job. I mean, this is, that's a very um, interesting requirement. 
I, I think that if you have that time, that's amazing. I mean, I, even teenagers, you know, they're in sports, they have homework. That's, that's a challenge. So I, I don't think that really works very well. Um, the two people I talked to their compliance, they said when they, they got home from their intensive, they were just like, yeah, I, I did it for a while. And then it turned into like once a week and then it turned into that's just so unmanageable. So overwhelming. I can't even think about doing something like that. So a few reasons why I recommend doing small amounts of scolio exercises more often throughout the day, it works better. And just going to list a couple of reasons why that is. So the first one is consistency. So small frequent actions are usually easier to integrate into your daily routine than the long two hour sessions. And then they, they become habits more quickly because they require less effort and time commitment. Uh, also second here, uh, there's reduced, re reduced resistance <laughs> to starting the task. So if it's only taking you a couple minutes, you're like, okay, this is way less daunting, way less of a commitment than if you're committing to a two hour session. So you're like mental internal struggle or resistance to even starting is much smaller when it's such a, a short task. And that's how I feel with um, my myo exercises. They only take me a minute each and I have to do them twice a day. So it's like six minutes total that I'm committing to, you know, my active exercise. I have other ones where they're breathing. It's more still, still active, more passive. Those take a bit longer, but it's, it's stuff that I can multitask and like do other things during. So that's part of the reason why, uh, with my small group coaching program, with my private coaching clients I work with, their time requirement at home is usually around 20 minutes a day. So that's much more manageable than two hours. It's not as manageable as six minutes, but I think it's definitely doable and people tend to be committed to that and stick with it. Um, then uh, there's a it's just more sustainable. So you begin to build a momentum when you're having that small, consistent effort. You're, you feel like, okay, I'm, I'm building some momentum. This creates some positive reinforcement and it helps you to solidify that. Like, Hey, this is actually a habit for me now. Like it's a habit for me to elongate every time that, you know, I do a certain thing. So um, and then it's also more adaptable. So doing the short sessions are easier to kind of sneak into different environments or situations. Like if you're traveling, if you're at work and you have your own office, you can kind of sneak something in real quick and nobody will really notice. Like at lunch, after you eat, you can kind of get on the floor, or do what you need to do for your scolio work. 
um, and it's not taking you two hours. <laughs> also, it's a lower risk of burn, burning out or getting bored with the exercises, longer sessions. They can lead to just feeling like, oh my gosh, this is just too overwhelming. This is too boring and I don't really want to do it. So uh, my last tip is to begin habit stacking. Habit stacking is a term I learned from James Clear, the book Atomic Habits, where you take habits that you already have, you already have them down pat, you're doing them on a daily basis, and you build upon them with new habits. For instance, like if you're making your coffee, you make your coffee usually every day. So while you wait for your coffee to brew, you can go and do some elongation exercises or expansive breathing. It takes about a similar amount of time as it does to brew your coffee. You brush your teeth every day, hopefully. <laughs> you can use those two to three minutes to watch yourself in the mirror while you're brushing your teeth and stack your body blocks and do your auto elongations. It doesn't have to be complicated, but it does need to get done. So if you're just making it such a big thing, your barrier to entry is going to be so much higher and it's going to feel so much more unattainable to even begin this stuff. So you have to change your expectation of yourself and make it something that you're, you're going to do. So if you want some help with these habits, I have a few Black Friday deals coming up. Black Friday, Cyber Monday, um, a few promotions from November 24th through November 27th at 11.59 p.m. is the cutoff on that Monday. I'm offering 20% off of my Scoliosis Movement Bootcamp. So you're able to get it for $79. And the Scoliosis Movement Bootcamp, it's like a six month long thing where you're getting a weekly email and it goes over some adjustments that you can make in your body and make in the way that you are positioning yourself when you're doing your laundry, cleaning your dishes or cooking so that your scoliosis spine feels more happy and less uncomfortable. And then my other promotion that I'm offering is three months inside the Scoliologic Fitness classes for the price of two. So you have the chance of buying multiple packages. You don't have to just buy one so that you can save more money throughout the year because you're going to get into it and you're going to want to continue to get those new videos and have that access to the database. So the, the Scolio Fitness, it provides you with a whole library of on-demand exercises, videos that are Scolio-friendly fitness classes, including Pilates, bar, and strength. So it helps you to kind of build a really nice, solid, balanced routine that you're able to re kind of get into a rhythm build the momentum like we were talking about in this episode and you're able to, to strengthen your spine in a safe way. So uh, 
in my opinion, I really love and enjoy following along with somebody else who has done all the legwork of putting together the movements and exercises so I can just hit play. It That's a low barrier of entry for me. That's why I like to do Peloton workouts. That's why I like to do, um, you know, Pilates workouts as well that are pre-recorded. And then I can adapt them to my scoliospine. But I'm already doing that for you in the Scoliologic Fitness. So you don't even have to think about whether or not it's safe for your curve. It's already done. It's already good. <laughs> so no worries with that. Um, I, I hope that you are able to get into one of those avenues because I think it'll really make a difference in you getting a head start on the new year so that you are feeling more comfortable and more confident in your curve. As a wrap up, my three tips for improving your scolio habits are building awareness, doing small amounts small amounts of scolio exercises more often throughout the day, and then stacking those habits off of each other so that it will actually get done. Thank you for tuning in today to Ahead of the Curve. Until next time, stay well and stay ahead of the curve. Thank you.